Welcome to Dr. Karen Health Talks. I'm Dr. Karen. And today I'm going to talk about a lifestyle approach to pre-diabetes. And we're certainly going to talk about what that is. The first thing I need to tell you, though, is this is not about medical diagnosis or treatment. I am a health coach and I educate individuals to support their health and to learn how to ask really good questions to your own healthcare professional. So with that in mind, let's talk about what prediabetes is, because I know I talk about it a lot, but sometimes people don't really know what we're, how we're defining that. So officially, prediabetes is a fasting blood glucose. When you go and take your have your blood taken, a fasting blood sugar between 100 to 125. 125 is usually that point the doctors start talking about diabetes. And we usually like fasting blood sugar under 100, ideally. So that range between 100 and 125, which I will tell you, Dr. David Perlmutter in his book called Grain Brain explains to us that that level is actually affecting our brain cells. Great book if you're looking for a great read and a great teacher about our brain health and blood sugar. Anyway, prediabetes is a fasting blood sugar between 125 and if you have that HbA1c that I always recommend people to have, not just if you're interested in diabetes, but we need to know what our blood sugar is doing over the previous three months because a fasting blood sugar just tells us one point in time. So an HbA1c between 5.7 and 6.4%. So that's what prediabetes and how it's usually diagnosed. And the Diabetes Prevention Program, otherwise called DPP, was a large-scale study of diabetes prevention strategies, which of course we're always interested in looking at, well, how can we prevent this prediabetes so it doesn't go on to diabetes? So they found that even moderate lifestyle changes. And that's what I'm going to be talking about today. Lifestyle changes can make a big difference in preventing diabetes and in fact reversing pre-diabetes. So this is great news. So what we've got to do is buckle down and talk about what those lifestyle changes are. And I'm going to tell you immediately go and get my book called how to beat sugar addiction for good and it is at drkarenwolf.org so that's d-r-k-a-r-e-n-w-o-l-f-e.org forward slash sugar cravings drkarenwolf.org forward slash sugar cravings this is my free ebook on on page 10 of that ebook is my 12 step program to beat sugar addiction which is usually what is going on for people with prediabetes maybe you don't call it sugar addiction but you're addicted to carbohydrates and or you're eating too many of them. So I'm going to give you 12 steps, which I'm going to cover today very quickly, but I recommend you go and get that book because it also has some great recipes, low glycemic snack ideas. It actually gives you the lifestyle approach that is so important to preventing this pre-diabetic state. And the U.S. CDC actually tells us that something like 86 million Americans aged 20 and older. So young people 
are living with prediabetes and about 90% of them have no idea because their doctors haven't screened them or they look at their blood sugar and say, oh, well, just cut out blood sugar, cut out your, your high sugar foods. But people don't know what that is. So let's buckle down and get right into my 12 steps to a lifestyle approach to prediabetes. Now, the first one might surprise you, and it's very simple, and I, I recommend you do it right away, which is forget the fruit juices. Fruit juice is concentrated sugar, and when you have that first thing in the morning, it spikes your blood sugar, and it gets your blood sugar high for the rest of the day. It sets up a stress response, which is cortisol in the body, which also puts on weight and gets you craving sugar. So if you want fruit, have the actual piece of fruit, but have it with some protein too. Because those people that are really working on prediabetes, what our goal is, is to stabilize your blood sugar. The second one, always eat breakfast and make sure breakfast has protein. Get rid of the cereal. No cereal boxes. Give them away. Throw them away. We want breakfast to balance your blood sugar, maybe with a great shake that has good protein, healthy, low glycemic carbohydrates that don't spike your blood sugar, or maybe eggs, or some chicken from the night before, or dinner from the night before. Always eat breakfast. Three, eat protein with every meal. Do not have your pasta lunch that has just pasta and where is the protein? In fact, we're going to get rid of pasta altogether. Four, remove white foods like white bread, spaghetti, rice, pasta, pizza, muffins. You can have cauliflower, that's white, but that's a vegetable. You can have jicama, that's white, it's a vegetable. Five, read food labels. Oh yeah. Low fat often means high sugar. And one of the most important things we're going to be doing here is having a stabilizing our blood sugar. The next one, number six, eat every two or three hours. If you're hungry, don't starve yourself, but go with low glycemic snacks. And you will find them on page nine of my free ebook at drkarenwolf.org forward slash sugar cravings. And number seven, keep a food journal, or what I do is I use an app on my phone that counts my carbohydrates. And when I'm, say, a little bit out of control because I am a recovering sugar addict, and I find that I start with a few carbs and, boy, it gets out of control, so I use my little carb manager app on my phone and I track the carbs for my day and I it's amazing when you start tracking you really do make better choices write it down number eight move be active so a lot of people with their hba1c a little high are not doing cardio. When I say active, you might be moving through the day getting steps, but you really need cardio to get up, get your HDL, your good cholesterol up. So move, do some cardio, brisk walking for just 30 minutes every day. It makes a big difference to your blood sugar control. Number nine, stock your refrigerator with low glycemic snacks and lots and lots of veggies. If you're not eating pasta and cookies and crackers and muffins and cereal, then what are you eating? Lots of salad and lots of veggies and lots of protein. I have uh, grilled chicken breasts always in my fridge, so that's what I have for a snack, so I fill myself up with protein. 
And number 10, try a sugar detox. So I have a five-day sugar cleanse every single month. I have that. It's on drkarenwolf.org, my website under programs. And for five days, we do a little sugar detox. It gets rid of cravings, and it really, really works. Or contact me for more information about that. Number 11, drink lots of water. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. A lot of the times we think we're hungry, but we're actually dehydrated. The more you drink, the more your body will realize it's not really hungry. And number 12, listen up to this one because it might surprise you. Get good quality sleep. Sleep deprivation can trigger the hunger hormone as well as the stress hormone. The more stress you have in your life, the higher your cortisol level. And boy, does that ever get sugar cravings going. It increases appetite and we make unhealthy food choices. Now, I know this sounds like, oh yeah, this is just a list, but this is a super important, powerful list that will help you get off the sugar roller coaster and help you with those sugar cravings and to balance your blood sugar, which is the key to the a lifestyle approach to prediabetes. And as I said at the beginning of this, this does not replace going and working with your healthcare practitioner. I'm simply giving you a lifestyle approach. As a health coach, I work with people all the time on these lifestyle approaches because it's not easy. So what I do is I help them be accountable to these steps and set your goals and look at where you are having the most difficulty, the most challenges. And together, we get through this new lifestyle that will be your new lifestyle ongoing. So I hope this has helped. Please reach out to me with any questions or any support that you need. Until next time, this is Dr. Karen with Dr. Karen Health Talks.